0: Has anyone ever said to you, it's just a TV show? That's when you know it's time to cut them out of your life. If you don't think it's just a TV show, you'll probably love my podcast. She's speaking with Emily Hanks, and it's available everywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome to the All About TRH podcast, a.k.a. All About the Real Housewives, a.k.a. All About the Truth. On today's bonus episode, we speak with Dolores Catania's boyfriend, Polly Connell, who responds to Margaret Joseph's latest dig about his relationship with Dolores. We also talk Real Housewives of New Jersey Paws and what that means for the cast. And we get into all the juicy details Andy Cohen said in his latest book about the housewives. That's not all. We talk about some blinds we got regarding New Jersey housewife Danielle Cabral. Hi, Chantel. Hey, Roxanne.
1: Happy Mother's Day.
0: Oh, yes. It's, yep, it is Mother's Day, you guys. Why are we
1: working on Mother's Day?
0: Well, I feel like you and I could not get together at the right time. Like, anytime that you were like, hey, let's film. Yeah. And then when I said it, you were like, my fiance's home. I can't. Like, I loved when Chantal's fiance wasn't home because she was available at any (laughs) moment that I wanted. And I loved it. And it was the best thing ever. Now she's like going out at eight o'clock. And uh, my husband is like, go ahead and film the podcast so that um, you guys don't have to worry about it. I'll take care of the kids. And I was like, okay, yep, that's what we'll do. And Mother's Day to me is so tricky. Me and Chantal. About this, and I feel like so many people can relate. Where it's like, even though it's Mother's Day for me, I'm like stressing about my mom and what I'm gonna do for her, and then my mother in law, like, you know, what we're gonna do for them. And it was honestly like the most stressful thing to think about, and it sucks because it shouldn't be that way. Don't you agree?
1: Yeah, I think it should. Yeah, you should go to a hotel, lock yourself in a room, get pampered, order room service, and just have a good day. Well, it's hard because my
0: mom is divorced. And so it's just like, she only has a boy and a girl and yeah. obviously it's me. And it's, it's so funny because my mom and Chantal's mom are complete opposites, complete opposites. So my mom is a type who wants to be wine and dine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she, my mom wants to be wine and dine. Chantal's mom, she doesn't care about any holiday. She doesn't want to, she cares about holidays, but things like this, she's like, no, why would I go to a restaurant and eat their food? Like I rather just cook <laughs> here. And my mom is a type who's like, I want to go somewhere fancy. And like, you know, like two days ago, my mom's like, what are you doing for me for mother's day? And my brother, he just lost one of his best friends. So he's in a funk. And this is also why, like, I'm like, you know what, this is like also why, like, I didn't want two kids. I mean, not because of this specifically, but it's like, when you like, like, it's like, okay, now it's all on me. Like, what am I going to do for my mom? And my husband's family planned a whole brunch for like all of us. So I was like, what am I going to do for my mom? And then I'm going to this brunch and then what do I do left for me? And uh, I ended up just like my husband, I was like, "Do you mind if my mom comes like with your family? Like with my sister-in-law's like he has two brothers, they're married, they're families, and then my mom and then his parents." And uh, I mean, of course they were fine with it. But then it's like I just feel like it's so hard cuz you feel so bad for your parents, but then it's like you really don't like celebrate you because you're stressing about everyone else and making sure they're okay. And that sucks.
1: Yeah. I feel like when your kids get to an age where like they can make you feel special, that's when mother's day is going to feel so nice.
0: Yeah, that's true. I know. I know right now it's like, our kids are still young and I I get it. Like, and I just think about my mom and I'm like, Oh my God, I I would, I would die if like she was alone or whatever. And I'm telling you two days ago, she's like, so what are you doing for mother's day? And I'm like, Oh my gosh. (laughs) I was like, what do you mean for me, woman? And she's like, uh, no. Like, they're like old school where they're like, I'm the mom. But again, Chantal's mom is complete opposite, where Chantal's like, we're going to take you out to eat. And she's like, no, I don't want to do anything. And she's actually going to do something. And she's like, miserable about it because she, yeah. <laughs> she doesn't like doing stuff. It's so crazy how different it is. So. I mean, whatever, at least we got that over with. So now we just got home and my husband's like, do you want to go film your podcast? And I was like, happy mother's day. Yes, I do. Cause I don't <laughs> want to do it. At, Cause Chantel's going to get home around 10 30, 11, And it's like then editing it and all that stuff. Tomorrow's Monday. We have work. Ugh, so I was like, you know what? Let's just film it right. Or let's just record it right now. And we're not going to record Atlanta Um, we're not because obviously we're doing this earlier, so we'll we'll talk about it tomorrow, but I do want to say happy mother's day to all you beautiful moms. Uh, you guys are amazing. Seriously. It's crazy what women are capable of and what they do. And we should be celebrating you every day. Chantal, do you have anything to say now? Absolutely, I know. I, <laughs> you guys are the freaking powerful women. I know it's so. It, it's honestly the craziest thing. And when you become a mom, you're like, wow. Like, look what my mom did for me, and you start thinking about that stuff. So, thank you guys for all that you do. So, Happy Mother's Day, and this is like a bonus episode just for you guys. And we have a lot to touch on. Uh, also, Chantal found her wedding dress. I just wanted to say that. Oh so. yes, I did. Yeah, exciting. And- so exciting. I went to every fitting with her. Oh, yeah. back that this is really I, funny. Yeah, I brought my, even the last one, I didn't tell her, but I was so early to her four o'clock fitting. She's like, damn, you really wanted to get away from the kids. Little did she know that I had Charlie Sloan and Jack with me, which I'm not this type of person that brings my kids everywhere. I find that to be annoying. So, I like, she was like, what the hell is this? And I, she's like, you know, I don't know if they're going to let these damn kids in. Granted, we gave our kids, like, the, they were good. That We gave them phones, and that was it and they were fine and then my little one just stared at Chantel but she didn't because these
1: dress places are savage nowadays first of all they charge you to to make an appointment and then some of them say no kids allowed I'm just like oh my I didn't know which one said it and which ones didn't
0: yeah so she was like kind of freaking out and she's like let's just go in I don't want them to like say something to us let's just and it worked out and it was fine but she didn't find her dress so the one that I didn't go to because I had something with work I was like I, I, I can't whatever of course she finds her dress Of course, <laughs> I've gotten like four this one she finds her dress but at least she had her sister there with her so um, and she sent it to us and it is beautiful I'm like so excited to show you guys her dress. I'm like, I'm going to show you guys her dress. You're not going to show anybody (laughs) (laughs) until the day of (laughs) I'm the worst. I'm like, this is my wedding, but yeah, Mm -hmm. it's so pretty and it looks so good. And her website and stuff is all like, she's working on that for her wedding. And yeah, it's on my daughter's birthday, but it's okay guys. It's okay.
1: (laughs) I keep telling her, your daughter is not going to know the date. You guys have no idea who my daughter is. She loves her birthday, so we're going to make it special, and we'll do it the weekend before.
0: Uh, yeah, whatever. I mean, at Chantel's wedding, you only get married once. You better make, better make sure of it, okay? <laughs> Especially us missing this. But yeah, no, we're so excited, so I had to say that too. But we're going to actually start off talking about the Dolores Margaret drama. So I am going to share a clip right now of what we're talking about. We actually have a lot to discuss, and let's share this clip. Whatever you guys want. Right. You speed like, at your own drum. Um as
1: far as I know, Paulie's not divorced. I mean, I guess it's hard to get married if you're not divorced.
0: Yeah, you can give rings.
1: I guess I guess that's why you can't get married if you're not divorced.
0: So, Chantelle, what's the first thing you thought when you listened to that and then you saw it? You guys have to go on to all about com to see how Margaret looks if for some reason you haven't seen this.
1: I just thought she just exposed her. Arsenal personality with that jab and comment right away. Yeah. It just shows she's not a good friend.
0: Yeah. So during the after show, this is Margaret and she claims that Polly is still married to his ex-wife. So he and Dolores can't get married because I think producers were like, so Dolores, when do you want to get married or whatever? And it was Dolores and Teresa and Teresa was like, Oh, you don't have to even get married or whatever. And then it goes to Margaret who's alone doing the after show and she knew what she was doing you guys she literally like looks at the camera she smirks at the end no you, yeah. one knew this no one knew it so you need to see to know. like yeah
1: even hearing it is not going to like sound sound as great as seeing it because she like makes the she she gives the eyes it all it's all in her facial expressions like her dirtiness of it
0: yeah but it, but she like makes sure i feel like she said three different times in three different ways well, you can't get married if someone's not divorced. Yeah, And I was like, oh my gosh, this is, again, this is her good friend is Dolores. I do think, and this is just my opinion, that what's happened is since, you know when you date a new guy and, like, you're not around as much. So when Dolores and Margaret hung out, even though Margaret's married, her husband, like, is, you know, he's like, yes, whatever you want, Margaret. Go hang out with your friends every day. Go do what you got to do, Right. So I feel like that's why Dolores and Margaret got so close because Margaret acts like a single woman in the sense that she's just like out every day. I mean, she has like no Mm, responsibilities. That's kind of how I look at it. Yeah, I don't know. She has no responsibility. Her kids are all older. I mean, 90% of her kids don't speak to her. So I mean, like whatever, the the only one I think talks to her. So, you know, she doesn't really have much. So she's like that friend that will be down to do anything. Hey, you want to do this? I'm down. Cool. But then Dolores meets this man. And especially because Paul, uh, not Polly, but when she was with David, I mean, they hung out once a month. Yeah. They never hung out. So now she meets this man who's, like, into her. So he wants to hang out with her. Like, you know how it is in the beginning of relationships. Like, you don't really see them. They're in their own bubble, especially if it's, like, different friend groups and things of that sort. So now, you see, like, Margaret going to outings and you see, you know, whatever, like, birthdays and stuff. And Dolores isn't there. She doesn't go to anything. Even with, like, Teresa and all of them, she just doesn't go because she, like, She's found her man and she just wants to be with him. They're still in that honeymoon stage. Everything's so great. Like, you know, I mean, and again, they're older. They're not going to have kids. So, you know, that kind of, I feel like they could just have fun all the time and stuff. So um, I feel like, you know, Dolores hasn't been hanging around or Margaret as much. And because Margaret is salty, she revealed this. And like you said, it goes to show that she knows things about everyone.
1: Yeah, and that's you know why she probably knows things about everyone is because she she has so much time to hang out with everyone and get the get the dirt get the gossip. Yeah, and that's all she cares about.
0: Yeah, that's all she. The show is her life. It's her literal life. It just it was just crazy
1: because not one time or not one friend has she not been sneaky about because the whole Melissa thing that's coming out was a rumor from her. Mm -hmm. The whole Jackie thing was a rumor from her. She's been at Jennifer. She's went at Teresa and now Dolores. Siggy, yeah,
0: yeah, she has. Oh, when she
1: came on the show from Siggy, she turned on her her right right away. away.
0: Yeah, she's not a good friend. Like she she is a good friend to one person and that is to Lexi. However, she pays Lexi. So, I mean, if someone's paying me, I'm going to be on my best behavior with them, right? Like, (laughs) I'm like, yeah, you're paying me. I I can't, I can't, this is like my livelihood. I have this like little boy, I'm going to be good. I'm going to be a yes man. And you're on TV. This is fun and exciting. So, yeah, I mean, that's her like one good friend, but she does have things on everyone. And I suspect that, She'll have something on Danielle next or something of that sort. I don't know. I just suspect that, you know, she's savage and Dolores isn't safe. And I just hope that when Dolores was comfortable with her, Dolores wasn't telling her much. But again, we do know that she knows stuff about Dolores because... In our interview, go ahead and listen to it. It's a few episodes back. She, t- Laura Lee tells us that she knows stuff about Dolores that's from Margaret. So that was said from Margaret. So Margaret's just a fucking terrible person. She really, really is. She's someone you never want to get too close to. And Melissa, poor Melissa, she's in too deep with her. So yep. she has mm-hmm. to, like, be cool with her forever. Or she knows shit's going to come out. So we actually reached out to Polly exclusively, no one has spoken to any of them. And we reached out to Polly after this because we wanted to know what the hell were they thinking after this? This is like a dig to Dolores, they good friends. And uh, is it true? Like, are you not divorced? And he confirmed to all about TRH exclusively that no, he isn't divorced. And he told us, I'm not, he said, quote, I'm not divorced yet, but obviously I have been separated for many years. A document to finalize the past or set the present is not preventing myself and Dolores from planning our future together in any way or form. So we know that they've actually been separated for over a decade. I'm. Oh, should, wow. Yeah. But, and,
1: but then why aren't they divorced?
0: Why aren't probably, they divorced? Probably money. I don't know. Yeah. It could be like business stuff yeah. and, mm-hmm. oh, well, this was in your name or whatever. Yeah. Who knows? But I mean, obviously they're not together. They haven't been together. Dolores and Polly got like matched up through a mutual friend. He wouldn't be like trying to get hooked up if he was married. He's on the show. His ex or, you know, a separated wife knows that. I feel like it has something to do with a, a money thing, a business yeah. thing. It has to. And they share two sons together. But, yeah, he obviously, you know, I mean, it's not that he said anything about Margaret or anything, but, you know, he validates or, you know, his side of the story tells us his side of the story and that it's not going to prevent anything from the future. Whereas, and I feel like Margaret was kind of making it like, yeah, I mean, how could they? I mean, he's whatever, but no, they're, they're still moving along in their relationship, so I mean, Chantel says that Paulie's not going to get married though.
1: <laughs> well, he said, he said like not anytime I... soon, which probably, you know, they're not, they probably can get married legally. When we but... were at the
0: event, yeah, apparently, <laughs> allegedly, I didn't hear this and I was there. He told, I'm we not did a ask, liar. We, yeah, Chantel's not a liar. We did ask and I don't know what his response is, but like, I think he was like clowning. He has honestly like one of the best personalities On the show, I feel like it took me a second to get warm to him because, like, at first I was like, oh, my gosh, like, why is he so insecure about Frank? But then I was like, Frank, like, get over it, you know, as the episodes went on. But, uh, you know, in person, we met him. His personality was so fun. Like, he was, like, the guy that jokes around a lot and makes jokes. But he apparently told Chantel not anytime soon. That's what Chantel says. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. So uh, Margaret was—I I don't know where she was, but she was,
1: she was on a podcast show.
0: Okay, so she was on a podcast live. Show. Yeah, was, oh, oh, podcast was, live. Yeah, oh, podcast live. Yeah, it was watch like what watch crap what crap ends. ends. Yeah, yeah, I like Yeah, she was on that, and someone asked her about why she would throw shade. What did she say, Chantel?
1: So she was like, I'm not going there with Dolores anymore. And then she goes, Dolores gets really mad at you. So like, she's again, throwing shade saying Dolores gets really mad if like you talk about her, but then she goes and and says, they asked, is Paul going to get married? And I answered, well, he's not divorced. That's the way I answered. You see, I'm clearly answering, well, he's not divorced because I didn't know what to say. And I was confronted. I am not a liar and I'm not going to fabricate something. And who gives a shit? And then like everyone was agreeing, like who gives a shit? And then she's like, he's separated for many years. Him and Julius are very happy. They live together. They live together. It's a technicality. That's how she explained it. Okay.
0: But okay. So then if, if that's the case and, and she's trying to make it like she's this truth teller or whatever it was, that's fine. But you didn't have to say that when exactly. they asked, when they asked like, is Dolores and Polly going to get married? Like all you had to say was, yeah, I hope I mean, so. Like, yeah. I hope like uh, it, they seem like they're really into each other. I've been with them, which I don't think that she has, but, and I think again, that's why she's super bitters. Cause she hasn't been around them. She hasn't been with them. Like she hasn't really hung out with them much. I, in my opinion, think Polly's like not a fan of her. Like I feel, yeah, like and he's he the probably doesn't. It.
1: And he probably doesn't like Joe Benino, and they don't get oh, along. Yeah. So like, who's gonna double? Like you have to, your friends have to get along to be able to double. Yeah, doesn't mean not, you're not gonna be friends, but the husbands have to get along for you to love to do it like week after week.
0: Not that he doesn't like him, I just feel like they have nothing in yes, common. So he's yeah. not like a princess Gorka who's gonna act like their best friends when. You know, outside of this, they would never hang out if it wasn't for the show. Like, Polly doesn't seem like that type. I just hope it continues. Polly doesn't seem like the type who's going to get involved in, like, you know, the, the girl shit. Like, he's going to be like, no, like, I don't really care what's going on. He's not going to confront and be like, yo, why'd you talk about my wife like that? Or why'd your wife talk about my wife like that? Like, he doesn't seem like that guy, like, when Fuda did that to Danielle's husband, like, why'd your wife talk about my wife? Like, are you kidding me? Like shit, <laughs> sit your ass down. Polly does not seem like that. I also did here at the reunion uh, exclusive because no one has said this but Paulie doesn't really say like he doesn't get involved he doesn't like when all the men were attacking Louis he didn't say stuff like he's not going thank to thank God finally. yeah he's not Frank was like the ringleader of it but he's not going to get involved he's not going to say that and I respect that that's like a man to me when it's like this is so this is so stupid I'm not about to like make this a thing my girl's on this show and I'm here to support her and that's it you know so yeah especially
1: when you don't have a like beef with someone like it's not between you two so like you don't need to jump on something and just start attacking
0: yeah exactly so yeah that's the poly margaret stuff Another hot Messy topic. Margaret. Yeah, messy Margaret. Always going to be messy. Poor Dolores, because she probably did tell her a bunch of stuff. But you guys, we reported a couple weeks ago. Uh, we've said it on the podcast. We've actually said on com that the housewives are off for the summer. So we actually put it up. Um, i uh, laura had put it up on may 12th in the morning which i don't even know what today is the 14th i think and of course yesterday everyone started reporting it after so uh, bravo is pausing for the summer which is a great thing i feel like wow I feel we, like, we wanted that yeah i feel like bravo knows like producers knew uh that a lot of people are over the we've been saying this we're so over jersey shore in the summer we're so over it but i also think they're like holy hell What are we going to do with the next season? I think that they, especially with Teresa and Melissa. So the way the reunion ends is Teresa wants nothing to do with Melissa and Joe. The chapter is now closed. She wants nothing to do with them. I think that she's standing strong. Like she is not going to change her mind. She wants nothing to do with them. I don't think that producers thought that she was going to stick to it. But I think she is going to stick to it. Do you think, Chantal, that she's going to end up saying, like, yeah, I'm I'm willing to make peace with them? Or do you think she's done with them?
1: I think she's done with them. But I don't think she's going to leave the show and say she's not going to film with them.
0: So I think opposite. I think, well, I mean, I do think that she's done with them because she said after her wedding and that she was done with them. She's said, you know what? I wish them well. She's said it on her podcast. I wish them well. I'm done with them. I want nothing to do with them. I think that time heals all wounds. I feel like in 10 years, they will start talking again. But I absolutely believe that she's done with them. And I absolutely believe that she is not going to film with them because she also saw this past season how, you know, when she did certain things, they would, you know, change the narrative or spin the narrative. So at this point, she's absolutely not going to film with them. So with her not being able to film with them, I do think that Melissa and Joe are, are saying, yes, I will film with her. Yeah, yes, of I'm course. I'm okay with being in the same room with her. But Teresa's like, I- I'm not doing it. She's so, gonna,
1: she's gonna stick to what she believes, but I'm afraid that's gonna bite her in the ass, and they're gonna say, "You're, you're the one that's causing problems." So like, you have to yeah. film with her, and I don't want that to happen unless they pick. I don't know. It depends but you think on how, what they want. Melissa
0: to over? No, I mean, so here's what we know. Here's what we know. Exclusive. Here's what we reported. If you went on com, but. Yeah, the cast is not returning. They were supposed to film. They were supposed to start filming at the end of June. Contracts would have been out. And the, even if contracts weren't officially out, the Real Houses of New Jersey were going to film by the end of the June. And they would know by now if they were coming back. So again, there's been reports like, oh, they're coming back, they're coming back. No one knows their status. Everyone's laying low, again, except Melissa. We've said this. She has not been laying low. She's been talking like, oh, I'm going to come back. No one knows anything. So now they're like, Summer's off, you know, everyone's going to get summer off, which is great. Cause that means if summer's off, they might start filming in September. It's usually they'll f- film for like four months. Uh, so that could mean that they would, you know, get Halloween, Thanksgiving, maybe Christmas, who knows? But them doing this is kind of a big deal because again, Bravo has their schedule already in order. So them doing this is a very, very big deal. And that tells me they're like, we don't know what the hell we're gonna do. So we have no idea what we're gonna do. Are we gonna do an extreme shakeup? Now, if they brought everyone back in June, that means, or if they started filming in June, like what was supposed to happen, that means they'd probably bring everyone back. But you got Teresa probably Please. she doesn't want to film with them she's she's said multiple times i'm done with them so she doesn't want to film with them so they're now trying to figure out all right let's see what happens after the reunion let's see like what we can do but yeah that they're on pause right now it's just like what happened with beverly hills they're on pause and i don't know what that means but what is crazy is andy's just came out with a book and uh, there was, we put it on all about TRH, like a summary of everything that he said. And we're going to talk about a lot of the points, but I want to go into what he says about New Jersey. Wasn't it really interesting what he said, Chantel? Yeah. Yeah. So he said- I I want
1: to read it. I want to get the book.
0: I know. I do too. Even though they were like, so someone on Reddit put this up. Yeah. Which is really nice. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. I know Reddit's the best. Someone on Reddit put it up and they were like, Hey, we, here's a summary. So you don't have to buy it. But- Basically, Andy says that season 12 of New Jersey Reunion was the most exhausting ever. He thought Teresa seemed over the show at that point. She talked to him off camera about wanting off of the Housewives for a few years. He mentioned several times he thought that season 13 would be Teresa's last season. I feel like, the, and that's the current season. I feel like the reason Andy thinks that is because here's this special that they have, and it's her wedding, it's her happily ever after. So it's like, after this, you can take a break. And that's what I feel like a lot of people do. Like, Kim Kim got her own show. You know, she did that. But I don't know why he would think that, Teresa. Probably because she's saying, like, I don't want to film with my brother. But at the end of the day, this is her show. Like, if she doesn't want to film with her brother, you know who to kick out. Like, she's exactly. done doing this. He says that they really wanted Caroline Manzo back for season 13 because she was still chomping at the bit to take down Teresa. But he knew they'd never agree on a contract for Caroline. So sounds like they wanted her as a friend of, but she had too much expectations. He ran the Caroline Manzo idea by Teresa, and she said she would not, uh, she would never film with her. He begged her to at least let them go through the negotiation process with her. Here's my thing: is Andy wanted this, but why does he want someone to take down Teresa again? Exactly. Like, what like the I hell don't is understand going on? it. Yeah, and that's how you guys know with Melissa.
1: It's like they need, they know she's so strong and she's so, like, she's a main character that that's, they always need someone to go ahead at her.
0: Yeah, but it's so crazy. Like, you've already ruined her whole family dynamic, her whole family life, because you know that even if they weren't close and best friends, Joe and Melissa and Teresa would still be so much better now than they are or if if they weren't on the show, if Melissa and Joe weren't on the show, they'd be so much better than they are now. So it's so, of course, like Andy's admitting, we wanted to bring Caroline back to take down Teresa. Okay, so you wanted to bring her back. And then you're mad that, you know, Teresa's like, hell no. What, what does worry me a little bit is that, okay, so Teresa says hell no to this. And now Teresa's probably refusing to film with Melissa and Joe. Like, she doesn't want to. She's said this in every interview. So that does worry me that they're like, you know what? It's it's not worth it at this point. And I feel like there could be a thing where Andy's like, hmm, maybe we let go both Melissa and Teresa. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, though, because Teresa is the show. But I do think, you know, at this point, like, Chanel did you notice that Melissa wasn't even in the episode last week?
1: Oh, I didn't even notice. You're exactly. so right. She wasn't even,
0: she wasn't in the episode at all, except the grape, the grape scene that you told me about. I didn't oh, even see yeah. that. It was like point one second. She just, what does she have to offer if it's not talking about Teresa? Like, oh no God. offense. I mean, her family's beautiful, but Bravo never invested in her family. They never invested in her kids, never invested in any of them. They never filmed scenes unless, again, it has like some, you know, correlation with Teresa. They just never. They never do that. So we didn't even see her all last episode. And it was exactly. fine. I mean, so it was a killer just, episode, but it was still fine.
1: Yeah, I can't see them ever bringing her back without Teresa. It makes no, it makes zero sense.
0: Yeah, I can't see that happening. Everyone's always messaging us and they're like, oh, just, first off, I just want you guys to know, every we know this for a fact, that every single housewife right now that's on season 13 wants to come back. Every single one of them. That includes Teresa, Every one of them wants to come back. So no one's saying, I'm ready for this to be over with. We all know Melissa wants to come back. She won't shut up about it. But every single one of them wants to come back to the show. Now it's just in the hands of Bravo. So when you guys see these reports of like, oh, like you guys saw them right after the reunion. Everyone's coming back. All of those, that's not true. It could happen. It's not true. No one knows anything. And I'm sure the housewives, that's probably why they're laying low, except Melissa, because she doesn't give a shit. She thinks she's invincible. but So she keeps being vocal and talking about it. But for the most part, no one's saying anything. So I don't know. What do you want to happen, Chantal?
1: I want Melissa off. And then I want them to take... I wouldn't even care if both Danielle or um, what's her face, Bravo Lover, is back. I think they're going to bring at least one of them back. And then they just bring in someone new.
0: I think they'll bring... Drama. Maybe yeah. someone to come after Margaret.
1: I mean, Jennifer has... Margaret's going to
0: come back, I think, too. too. Yeah. Yeah, I think Margaret's going to come back. I think Jennifer absolutely is going to come back. I mean, she's... Jennifer is, like, the ideal housewife because she she's not playing a game. There's no storyline. Like, she's living her authentic life, so whether you like her or not, she's not hiding behind anything, and people love that. So... Jennifer's good margaret's good because margaret like look at margaret look how quick margaret was to throw dolores under the bus for no reason you know so of course margaret's like good tv because she doesn't care what she does she and, has stuff on people and she'll continue to have stuff on people and
1: you can't take away that whole like right now it's very divided you can't take off one side even if it's Teresa's side or you know the side with like margaret and jackie and melissa you can't take them all out because then you're having a really whole new show. There has to be still some dynamics and fighting happening. Yeah. Going into the next season. Exactly. So I would rather have Margaret than Melissa, even though I can't stand Margaret. So that's really hard.
0: Yeah, no. I, I just would've...
1: know I don't want to see um, Melissa and Teresa fighting again. Like I'm over them. So they just need to get away from each other.
0: Yeah. Bravo producers. If you're listening, please, please do not do that to us. Like l- allow us to not have so much anxiety watching the show. Cause it's that bad. And it's fine if it was the first season. It's been ten seasons of this. We're over it. We're and exhausted. it's fine.
1: It's fine if it was real. Like right now, we know we know Joe and Melissa are constantly making things up and you know spinning the narrative. So I'm done with that. If it was real, if they were showing their real feelings and sticking by that, I'd be okay. Yeah, like, they're just it's all constantly about doing a narrative. Live. Yeah. So yeah. and like we have to do all this digging and like getting things from the past to like prove, like pull up receipts to prove them
0: wrong right it's so it's it is it's so annoying what else by the way Chantal, did you think was like interesting in Andy's book that he said about the housewives
1: oh I loved the whole real house of of New York bit he was saying that it was his idea to split up real housewives in New York and then create you know the real houses in New York and the legacy yeah so then he he did say he first approached Bethany about legacy but she didn't understand the point of the show she and he said however she did seem open to it and told him to make him him an offer she couldn't refuse he then insinuates she's two-faced for publicly bad-mouthing the show the day after it got announced when she was asking for an offer and he didn't like that Bethany did that and I agree like why would you you know, feet, like, bite the hand that fed you. What do you think? Yeah,
0: no, that's not cool at all. I, I agree with you. I think that's that was very messy of her, especially if she is entertaining it. And she's saying, like let me know what you can do and maybe i will and then you're going to go and trash talk it come on dude so and any
1: any housewife should never talk bad about the show cuz it does so much for you unless like you went on one season and they did you dirty and you never came back and you really right. just hated it no one that's on for like 3 plus seasons should ever bad mouth the franchise ever
0: and look at bethany like she look. if you like her or not like she's she's a freaking star like successful business wise you know financially everything from that show so I mean and she's incredibly smart whether again you'd like her or not she is a very smart entrepreneur so look what the show did for her so I, that is annoying people like her who end up thinking they're too good for the show that they'll go and trash talk like I don't mind other housewives like recapping the show and stuff but when you start talking about it and it's like the show made you that's when it's messy Yes, he said that Leah immediately texted him and asked to be on the legacy with the old school I bitches <laughs> and not the reboot. And it's like Leah, we don't want you on the show at all. Yeah, like, please
1: you're not on, don't. on both of them. Yeah. So wait, um, do we know who's on legacy? Like, don't get me out of me. I don't know.
0: Um, oh my gosh, I'm so bad at this. Okay, I, I just yeah. wanted
1: to know is Luann on it because he did say Luann was not happy about Legacy, but why? Luann not- and
0: uh, Sonia are doing their own show, but uh, yeah, okay. I, I don't have the details. Don't kill us, guys. okay? Yeah. So yeah, anyway. we'll, we'll but, do more research. <laughs> yeah, um, they are. I mean, it's and what's so funny? It's, it's on. It's on All About Teri and I'm like, I don't know right now. It's it's been a long weekend, um, but they are. He talked about parting ways with Ramona. He said it was mutual, but very then, and he said that her new guy didn't want to be on camera and she wanted a break anyways. He didn't like that she called legacy lame. And I know she went on Teresa's podcast and she said that she regretted saying that. She didn't mean to say it like that. She used the wrong word. But I know that even though he's saying it was mutual, Ramona did not want to do the show. Yeah. Like she has made it so clear, has said, like, I'm so over the show. I'm so over all this BS. Like I'm at a point in my life where I just want to like live my life. So when he says it's mutual, I find that interesting because I feel like, no, she really didn't want to do the show, but... I don't know. Uh, anyways, th- the last season of New York was so bad. I don't even think I could watch it. Like it was so freaking bad. And uh, I don't
1: think I. I don't think I watched it. Yeah, like
0: I like tried, and I was like, okay, yeah. no, never watching this again. So uh, yeah, it, they like, they try to do things and it doesn't work. Like just stick to the OGs. Like I love seeing the OGs. I don't understand. That being cheap. Yes, yeah, that being
1: exactly. Cheap.
0: But You know, again, I get why they're being cheap. But, you know, the streaming service, all that stuff. I get that. Now, as far as Beverly Hills, this was interesting about Lisa Rinna. So he says that Rinna texted him in the middle of the night after the season 12 reunion saying she's officially leaving the show. He texted her back saying that feels right. Then he finds out weeks later from his Team that Rina took it all back and wasn't planning on quitting. He said he wished she would have left on a high note, but also calls her de- departure a pause and alludes to her returning down the road. Which I could absolutely see her returning.
1: Hundred percent. She'd be so happy to return.
0: Right. Yeah. Like again, like she did that impulsively, thinking that they were gonna be like, "No, Rina, we need you." Like, are you kidding me? And it's like, no, everyone's replaceable in life, you guys. So it doesn't matter. Everyone's replaceable. Even the housewives we love—they're all replaceable.
1: It seemed like he was very stressed from Beverly Hills last season. And I think yeah. he was like talking about that. Yeah.
0: He did say that. Yeah. He said he wished the whole Kathy Hilton thing. He talked, he talked a little bit about that, uh, how he wished that didn't happen. But, um, like he, he wished that it wasn't turned into the main storyline of the season and yeah, same. Cause that was very, very annoying. Um, uh, what else did he talk about? That was interesting. I don't know. He said that, um,
1: he talks he's, about OC a little bit. Um, he, yeah,
0: yeah. he said well he said with Nini of of Atlanta I'm like reading it now. He says that It was uh, on his fallout with Nini. He said, what a sad end to a relationship with someone I adored and put on a pedestal for years. The door is closed. Nini did come for him. And then she, like, sued Bravo Network. Um, I think she claimed, like, racism or something. Or or, uh, a discrimination lawsuit. Which was so shocking to me because they were so tight. And Nini was, like, the star of the show. So, you know, she's she reminded me a lot of, like, Teresa in the sense where she got all the opportunities. And, uh, yeah, it ended bad. And I don't see nene ever coming back which sucks because i loved nene on the show same so but well, you can't go ahead and like sue your
1: employer and then <laughs>
0: expect to and expect back.
1: something yeah they're never gonna yeah they're never gonna forgive you
0: yeah now he talks about ultimate girl trip season three he says the casting process was a mess he said there was multiple dropouts last min- minute um he says they went to garcelle last minute she didn't get back to them in time then they went to shannon who was unavailable. Finally, they landed to Portia at the very last second. Leah was also an alternate, but he didn't mention her. Alexis and Megan King-Edmonds wanted on, and they were in the running, but production seemingly passed on them. It's kind of of sh- I'd
1: be so happy. Yeah, I'd be so happy to see Alexis and um Megan. Even Megan.
0: I didn't like Megan. Yeah. You know, again, we rewatched season um, of Orange County, and I didn't like Megan season I one. I liked her. I didn't mind her. I find Megan to be interesting now. She wore a shirt to you guys, to her school, and it said the F word on it. Like, And, <laughs> and I like, I can't do stuff like that. Like, I don't like people like that. And she was like, who cares? Kids can't read. And I'm like, yeah, certain kids can't. I mean, why are you going to a school with a shirt like that? So now I don't like Megan again. So I'm, I, I don't like Megan. But I did like her after season one. That's that why funny. I, That's why, you know what, Bravo Lover1234, she has a chance to redeem herself. Bravo Lover, if you're listening, very bad season for you. Your confessional is very aggressive, tough, like you thought you were something. You hate drama, but you're on the show. You can redeem yourself for season two. I do, or for season uh, 14. I do see Bravo Lover and Danielle coming back. I absolutely do see them coming back. But redeem yourself because there is potential there. So redeem yourself. And that brings me to Danielle, you guys, the Danielle stuff. So you guys, my tone on her has entirely changed. It has changed. It has fucking changed um, extremely. I will say I like her on the show. Uh, but it has changed. And let me tell you guys why we have gotten so many blinds about her. So many, I like more than 10 blinds about her. And I've seen things like text messages, but I've promised not to say, listen, when you guys give us a tip, we're never going to say who shares a tip. Um, you know, sometimes like you will give us a tip and you'll say, "Uh, "Never mind, I don't want it out there. I'm a little worried and we're fine with that. So we won't, uh, but we've seen things, we've heard things and, Here's the thing. When you go on The Real Housewives, you got it. And people like Real Housewives because they're like, okay, it's relatable. And I aspire to be that. Like Beverly Hills to me is so successful because they're so loaded. And we like seeing that stuff. We like seeing the nice houses. I mean, granted, we don't like seeing people talk about it. Like, no, that's whack. I don't want to see that. But, you know, we like the nicer things in life. And we like live through them basically. Whereas in Danielle, to me seems like someone who maybe doesn't have it like that. And I don't know whether she does or not, but from what I can see, she is taking this, whole thing very uh, like I, I don't know like not like an opportunist it's like, but but, ki- but
1: kind of she, it's like she's trying to cap- like she's trying to capitalize on it way too much yeah way too soon. and it's like you're
0: a real housewife calm down like it's gonna come naturally like the people that try to capitalize from it immediately which it gives me Melissa vibes because Melissa did that too in the beginning where she was like you know like Thinking. trying to capitalize went through everything get me a PR get me this like let me buy a bunch of Instagram followers which again Melissa and Bravo Lover1234 absolutely do buy Instagram and Twitter followers and uh, so like you know they got their PR in check and you know they took it very seriously and that's when you don't become likable because hello has Melissa ever got called by like you know, um, dancing with the stars or got called by any of those things. No, she never has got called to do like other opportunities, but you know, she tried to capitalize it right away. But, and then it just makes me feel like, okay, well you don't got it. Like, I, I don't know. I think once you get to a point where you are like the star, you're successful, you have this fan base and then you do it. It's like, yeah, cause we want to support you. We love you so much. We have this connection with you, but to do it immediately Is insane. So here's, here's something, this isn't a blind, but so Danielle and her husband, Nate, they were involved in some messy legal drama. This is on all She was accused of defrauding her former rep and faces a possible lawsuit. Uh, According to a letter sent to Danielle's attorney, James Lenord. I feel like I always say his name wrong. Great guy. He also represents Teresa. Um, so apparently this communication groups claim they helped get Danielle cast on Real Houses of New Jersey, only to be blocked and ghosted by the new housewife after she was officially cast on the long running Bravo show. So they claim, uh, that they are single handedly responsible for getting her cast They say that she owes her commission under its very clear clear terms, yet um, Danielle has refused to honor the contract she signed. Now that Danielle's on television, she has clearly decided she is above her contract obligations and unrecognizing of anyone who may have helped her along the way. It's not only wrong, but it's a clear violation of their contract. So, yeah, there's a lot about it. Go on allabouttrh.com. So that was – this isn't a blind. So the blinds that we've been getting are blinds that are basically saying – you know, this one, and, and people were kind of conflicted about this blind, but there was like a blind, like, yeah, she had our kids, um, take a photo shoot for her bougie clothing line boutique or whatever. She had her kids take a, our kids take a photo shoot. She didn't pay the kids. She didn't give them a free outfit. She just sent them the picture after. And what do you think about that? Cause some people were conflicted. Some people were like, that's normal. And some people were like, well, she should have given them a free outfit.
1: Um, absolutely. I would probably, if I, even if I had your kids coming and I had this line, I probably would give you free clothes. I would make sure you guys were fed. I would do something to make, make it feel that I'm very appreciative that you guys are doing me a favor without having to pay you like pay you an amount. Yeah.
0: I wouldn't give them, I wouldn't pay them. Right. I wouldn't pay them. And I'm sure these parents were aware of it from the beginning. I wouldn't pay. However, I would absolutely, even if I'm a startup, I would give, I would give an outfit and if I can't afford, you know, children or whatever, and I know a lot of them because I've had people reach out cause I have an Instagram account, minimalish mom. And they are like, Hey, can you have your kids like dress in this? We just ask that you post it and we'll give you like a bunch of free clothes whatever. And honestly, like my kids are so bad at pictures that like, I never do it. Cause I'm like, Oh, I don't even have time. That would be the most stressful thing for an outfit. <laughs> like it's not worth it to me, but, um, like people will just give an outfit. Like they'll be like, we're looking for models. Like we'll give you an outfit or whatever. Like that's the kind thing to do. So people were conflicted where they were like, you know, I don't see it as a big deal. Some people saw it as a big deal. Now here's the, like, so, here are some of the blinds that we've gotten is that Danielle really thinks she's the shit that anytime someone asks for her to do, even if it was like a free service or something like, so she's doing everything like free service, like, um, she wants everything free. Um, now that she's a, a housewife, like she tells people, like I want everything free. I'm not going to pay for it. That to me tells me you're broke. Okay, that to me tells me you're broke. You're taking advantage of the locals like around you. I think that's messed up. I can't stand when housewives are not supportive of. local community around them like their businesses like here you are you open this boutique bougie boutiques whatever the hell it is you open bougie boutiques and uh, whatever uh, whatever it is imagine right now like a housewife comes in like here's how i look at danielle she has the boutique and if she asked a housewife could you please share this on your instagram story and the housewife said here's my email inquire for the prices like come on fuck off you wouldn't do that yeah you know, and that's what Danielle's doing to people. Uh, I've seen text messages where they're like, hey, can you put this on your story? And she'll respond and be like, here's my email, inquire to my email. Or I've heard things where she's like, hey, like I'm doing this person a favor, but like, should I be doing this person a favor? You know, like whatever. Like she's she, she thinks like, you know, I, I feel like she thinks she's like a star and she's gonna <laughs> be something. And uh, you're a real housewife. And when you go into this thinking that, I don't, I don't aspire to be anything that you're doing. I I don't aspire for your life. Like at the end of the day, like that's like, you know, she's like middle-class and that's fine, but that's not like real housewife status at all. And, uh, like we're all living that life. Like, okay, well, that's nothing that I aspire to be or care to watch. So I am getting a bunch of blinds. Continue to send us blinds, you guys. We love our blinds. And I'm getting a bunch of blinds about Danielle that she is very, you know, cold. She thinks that she's the shit now. Anytime that you even ask, like, hey, can you put this on your story? And a story goes away after 24 hours. Like, support your local business. Like, we're friends. Like you know, do this. And she's like, yep, here's my email. Inquire here. Um, and we'll let you know, like how much it is. If everything's like that's a money so thing. Tacky. That's so tacky. it's so tacky. in like, kind of like the clothes from Bouchie. I'm just kidding. But um, <laughs> not our style. Yeah. Not our style at all. But yeah, I don't like it. And I know that I've, that often, is so
1: interesting that you're they're getting so many of those.
0: So many. And I, because she's doing it to everyone and she's doing yeah, it that's... right off the bat
1: i mean relax yeah and
0: that's not tight that's not cute and i can just tell like she's someone again you know like even from our situation when we met her she thought she was a shit you guys when she walked off stage she was like yeah listen to her she was yeah you guys have to listen to it like she acted like she was the star and everyone's like hey um ma'am can you turn the light off and like put this light on teresa and Dolores and jennifer like what the (laughs) hell are you doing here you know who is this so I just I didn't get good vibes from her. I feel like she's also someone who thinks like she's above. I don't know. I'm not getting good vibes from her. I I've liked her on the episodes. I I'll, I will be very fair with her on the episodes. I don't like this whole brother stuff. I can now see based on what, based on text messages I've seen, based on certain things, I can now see why why maybe she's, you know, um, not not getting along with her sister in law because that would not be a sister. I'd wanna I'd be like oh fuck like your sister sucks you know. So, like if she's
1: if she's constantly after herself and her family, that's not like a great trait. You want someone yeah. that's giving you giving you the same energy back, maybe.
0: And I will just say that's just not a housewife that I aspire to like, want to watch or be a fan of. Like, you can act like that. You can start doing events. You can start like talking to them, going to the media and like and it's it's not about the media. Like, I feel like we live in a world where it's not about. I mean, of course it's about media, but I feel like, you know, with this show, it's about blogs, it's about fan accounts, like you want those people on your side and whatever, because those are the people who are going to be talking about you like no one cares, like at the end of the day, what like half these like things say about her that she's like super interested about um, going on or whatever. But I don't know. I'm just not getting a good vibe based on what I've seen, based on the blinds that we've been getting about her. I'm just like, wow, this is obviously a pattern. She keeps, like, referencing this email thing. And it's going to be one of those things that if you follow her on Instagram, she's probably going to be like, look at this. Check it out. Like, they're great. They have this. They gave me this. Like, I don't – like, are you kidding me? She's trying to
1: be, like, a, a, a true influencer. And yeah, and which like, is fine. You're, but
0: you're, you're a real housewife. Like, yeah. You're a real housewife. Like, no, you're
1: – she needs a, she probably needs a good PR person to kind of say, Hey, listen, like you need to come out authentic. And by doing that, you need to make sure you're only doing things that you truly love and you want to promote things that you're loving, not just things that not every single thing, because they're paying you.
0: Yeah. And she does, she does have um, like a a random person. Yeah. She does have a PR person and everything. So she does have all of that, but I don't know, you guys. I mean, there's there's more. And I didn't like have a write-down with this just because it's Mother's Day and we did this where my husband was like, go ahead, go record. So I was like, oh, my gosh, let's go record. So I don't have a write-up for this. But there, there's a lot more blinds. We'll probably talk about it on Tuesday's episode. But that's the Danielle stop. And it's just I'm not feeling it. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm not I, – I can't with her, but um, – I still like her. I prefer her over Bravo lover one, two, three, four, but that's why I want Bravo lover to like redeem herself. Because I do think that Bravo will ask them back just because they weren't like terrible. So I think they'll ask them back and they're really cheap right now. So they're like, yeah, let's just bring them back. They have small families. Let's let's change this up. Um, And then there's one last thing that we need to cover you guys. So um, a podcaster, if you guys want, to I know, I know. (laughs) I know. I know. One last thing. Chantel's like dying to go. I know. You guys, so if you guys go on All About TRH podcast Instagram, I'm going to put on highlights. This is going to be very quick because Chantal has to go. I'm going to put on highlights, and it's going to say like a breakdown or something. And you guys are going to break down what's happening. A podcaster came after us. We're not going to give them like – we're not going to say their name. Just go on All About TRH Instagram podcast, the podcast Instagram, and look at it. It's going to be saved. Um, Someone messaged us, and they were like, hey, he – I wanted to just tell you about their podcast. You didn't specifically mention your podcast by name, but it was obvious after your guys' like – Little argument. He was very disrespectful to us. You guys have to go look at it. Um, he basically said that you leaked false information. He referred to you as a D-list blogger and said you're spreading false information regarding the Real Housewives of New Jersey reunion. Basically, he implied that he's the one that gets facts from reliable sources. Just wanted you to know because I think uh, you mentioned um, how – like, whatever. Like, what happened? You guys, I'm not going to give it too much. Go on our Instagram to look at it. But, um, you guys, just so you guys know, he – says this about us, and he took everything that we said word for word. We actually have more reunion tea. We need to find out like the right time to put it out there. I've been holding off because I wanted to see if like he was going to share it because he's only shared what we've shared. Yet He keeps saying that our stuff (laughs) is false, but weeks later he shares the exact same thing. So I've been holding off on this reunion to see if he's going to come out with it, but he hasn't. He's only discussed what we've said. And I just want to make you guys clear about, I I want to make this clear. He says he, he doesn't view us first off. He followed us on everything. We have messages from him for three years. And I did put some of it out there of him begging, basically to put his podcast episodes out on our website where he tells us he's a big fan of all about tear reach. Um, all this stuff, and we have emails, countless emails. I'm not kidding. You guys, he tried to compare like us and him on podcast wise, we beat him several times. We have 40 episodes. He has a thousand episodes. Okay. So that tells you everything. And he's been doing it for three years. We've been doing it since February. Anyways, I want him to be successful. I want every podcaster to be successful. We don't have any issues with any other podcasters, any other blogs. I hate when it gets to that, but he was very disrespectful to us. You guys can go see what he said to us, but he was very disrespectful. We were very kind, but just so you guys know, they're reaching, they take everything. They talked about the pause, all that after we've reported it so if he talks about any information that we say is false you guys all tell me you guys see that we put it out there and then he puts it out there like it's an exclusive and I get it I respect his hustle I think he's charging for that and that's fine whatever but don't discredit other people when you're saying the same exact thing and that's all that I have or to give say about credit that. Yeah, just give credit. You guys, he's been begging us. He says, I never viewed their page. He's begged us on both his account, his personal account and his podcast account. Please share my stuff. Hey, this is a good interview. I think you'll like this. Like we have so many messages. It was overwhelming every time he messaged us, but we did. We Some of them we would share. We'd support and share uh, if it was relevant. So yeah, I just want to say screw that like you know I mean again we wish them well hopefully they're successful whatever it is it's, he's been doing this for three years like so good for him but I, they don't I don't know what sources they have I just you know it, if you know you know about all about TRH and that's that so okay it's yeah my, Chantel has to go Amen, she's sister. Going, yeah she's going to her um, she's hanging out there in her soon to be in-laws I am going to go upstairs and hang out with the kids before they go to sleep but happy mother's day everyone let us know what you guys think about this episode please give us five stars or don't write a review at all please don't okay because you guys have been savage
1: <laughs> right in, shut up. i know but
0: like i swear it's like oh my god it's like I, I try to be fair and they still do it so whatever um but thank you guys and i hope you guys all had a great mother's day we will have you episode- too yeah we will have an episode with like reunion tea and things of that support um things of that sort but All right, Chantal, I know you need to get ready. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Be sure to check out AllAboutTRH.com for everything Rural Housewives and Bravo TV. And please make sure to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at AllAboutTRHPodcast.